0: Hey guys, and welcome to Hungry for Trouble podcast with your hosts, Jack,
1: Maria, and Chelsea, and we are here keeping it real health and wellness.
0: Hey guys, and welcome to episode number three of Hungry for Trouble. Today is going to be a little bit more gritty. Um, Definitely that episode and that darte you're looking for. We're talking about post-birth control syndrome, guys. It's going to be awesome. What do you think, guys?
1: So awesome. We're ready for it. Don't do birth control.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so let's go ahead and we're going to jump right into it. Um, So post-birth control syndrome and birth control in general is what we're talking about today. So I guess let's talk about what post-birth control syndrome is first, and then um, you know kind of give you a little bit of the premises on that, and then uh, we'll jump right into it. So I guess, Chelsea, give me your definition of post-birth control syndrome. Um,
1: the effects from coming off of birth control. That's basically
0: it. Pretty much, yeah. Maria, anything that you wanna to add to that definition?
1: Nope. That sounds good.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Well, I'm here to definitely help with this because I looked it up on the Google. Uh, So according to most doctors, um, post-oral contraceptive syndrome is what it is called. And it's basically what you guys were saying is basically that post-birth control um, time frame. Um, and symptoms that come about with this. And actually this is a really big controversy in the um, medical world right now because the syndrome isn't actually an official medical condition. Some doctors believe that the symptoms um, after stopping a contraceptive aren't symptoms at all, but the body just returning to its pre-contraceptive state. And then obviously the other doctors think that um, that is the opposite of that. So what do you guys think of that controversy, I guess?
1: Um, I feel like I'm going to listen to a holistic doctor over a white coat because they're not paid by a pharmaceutical company. Fair enough. Yeah. And I feel like, I mean, it, again, not that
2: that statistic says whether those were male or female doctors, but I feel like if it's a male doctor who don't have a female body, like they, you know what I'm saying? Like, so I just think it's probably easy for them to say, oh, textbook, it, this is mm-hmm. just, this is just normal. This is just you coming off of it. You know, like yep. if. You don't have the parts. Sure, you can say all you want. <laughs> yeah,
0: absolutely. Um, I like that you mentioned about the white coat versus the holistic because um, birth control, I guess, wasn't even fully accessible to women in general until I
1: think the 1960s, was it? Yeah, something like that. <laughs> and
0: then, as soon as it was available to women, it was almost as if it was pushed on us. And I guess, like, let's touch on that for a second. I mean, um, what age? was everybody put on it. I was 13.
1: I honestly, it was somewhere in my teens, somewhere in my teens, my mom took me in and she's like, you're getting on birth control. Cool. I don't have a choice. Oh, how old are you, Maria? Uh, 18,
2: 18. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Yep.
1: I didn't like, I know like, um, there was
2: a fair amount of friends of mine who went on it for acne. Um, but oh, that okay. was not my experience, but you know, like, so like around the 13, 14, but that wasn't, experience. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Okay.
0: And what I found interesting is, as while I was looking up this definition, um, you know, and like basically this controversy is that one of the reasons for the controversy is that, um, most people, when they stop taking their birth control, get pregnant right away. And so because they get pregnant right away, they just associate the symptoms and side effects as a part of their pregnancy. Um, And so I think that was super interesting because I wonder what percentage of you all listening to us have dealt with that exact thing. And then now looking back are like, oh, maybe that was something else. Mm -hmm. So I guess like I want to share our stories on this. We want to share our stories on this um, and then just kind of jump into like what – you know, the side effects of being on it are and the different forms and then coming off of it and what that experience is like, just to kind of give you guys some more information on um, how this all works, I guess. So Chelsea, um, give us your testimony. Tell me about your birth control mm-hmm. experience.
1: So I started off on the pill, uh, Welcome Gavin into the world. <laughs> 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 um, had him when I was 18. So then I, I didn't get back on until, I don't know, I don't know when I got back on birth control, but I did like the NuvaRing, and um, I heard that they don't even sell that anymore. I don't know why. I haven't looked into that, but they don't stock that. Um, I don't remember any side effects from that, but then I had the one that's in your arm. What is that? The, impl- the bar. The Implanon or uh, next Nexplanon. I can't remember. I think that's right. Yep. Like that. so Vanessa then-
0: Hudgens told me about it.
1: <laughs> um, I became psycho. I could not control my emotions. I felt like I was going crazy. And I'm like, get this out. So then I got that out. um, And then I got the, uh, what is it? The intrauterine one, the IUD. IUD. Um, And that caused a year long of infections. And (sighs) I kept going to the doctor and I'm like, all you're doing is prescribing me. An antibiotic to, to cure these infections, why am I getting them?
2: Holy shit. So then
1: I had to do research on my own body as to why I kept getting them. And it's because I had a foreign object in there. As soon as I got it out, those infections stopped. Oh shit. And so I lost my respect for the white coats due to that because they wouldn't listen to me. They wouldn't look further into why I was getting them. And I had to do the advocacy for myself. So I was I was done. I'm done with birth control. I do the FAM method. Um, been doing that since I had Finley and so far no babies. Wait, okay. hold on. Can, what is the? The FAM method is where I track my cervical mucus. I track my temperature every morning and I chart um, what my cycle's like. And that's really cool because I feel like that is something that every woman should do. It's like a fifth vital sign, right?
0: So did you teach yourself how to do this?
1: Um, I listened to podcasts. I became friends with Lauren and Lauren really helped guide me through that. And then just a bunch of research myself on, okay, what can I do? Do I wish that I could teach this to women? Heck yeah. Like that is a goal of mine where I can take courses into this. I want to teach my daughters how to do it because I don't feel like any woman should be on a hormonal contraceptive because of all of the side effects that come along with it, as well as when you're coming off of it. Um, so, yeah, I'm trying to get my friends on board, and they're like, I don't want a baby. I'm like, "Well, oh, then don't have sex during your ovulation. I don't know. Wear a condom. Uh, yeah. Okay. So I guess <clears throat> I want to ask you a few more
0: questions before we go on to Maria here. So a doctor never, like, gave you the option of, hey, you can either take birth control or we can show you how to track your cycles and stuff like oh, absolutely
1: that. absolutely not, because tracking my cycles does not fill their pocket.
0: Gotcha. Right? Okay.
1: Um, also, as soon as I got the <clears throat> IUD out, the doctor's like, What are you going to do for birth control? I'm like, That's none of your fucking business. Yeah. Right. And it's my body.
0: What was your reason for going on birth control? And you've been through it, seems like a lot of the different versions. Mm-hmm. Like, what was your reason for going on it in the first place um, each time?
1: I didn't want to get pregnant.
0: That was the sole. That, that
1: was the sole. I didn't have like acne issues. I didn't need it for any other reason. I just like didn't want to get pregnant, but it was never brought up to me in sex ed or through any of my women's health visits or anything like that, that there is a way to do it on your own, on without your own. Yeah. Contraceptives. Yeah.
0: Okay. Maria, you're up. Tell us about your birth control.
2: So I think I went on, yeah, like around 18, 19 and it was the pill and I mean same as Chelsea like I think I was just like oh you know I don't want to get pregnant and again at the time I think um okay I'm not that old I was gonna say like was it the 90s the 2000s whatever it was (laughs) I'm not that old um I just think everybody was on it it was so the norm and the culture there were not holistic you know to my knowledge and I was up in Saint Cloud um like holistic female practitioners who were taking the time to do a ton of women's health and women's education it was just like normal for people to yep like just put mm-hmm. me on the pill so um I honestly I mean now I, I say this with a grain of salt meaning I think definitely there's probably side effects that I maybe it wasn't even a, attuned to when you're in college you're you're hormonal you're stressed out you're studying for exams drunk <laughs> you're drunk <Slightly>. <laughs> <laughs> I just think um I, you know, I, I say I didn't really notice side effects when I was on the pill, but I, I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, was I more emotionally labile and like erratic perhaps, but I thought that was finals. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So like, I think a lot of college women don't even realize side effects are side effects and nobody's educating them.
1: Nobody's Nobody. saying, Hey, this, you don't have to be like this. There are other options. Um, Not to mention, at that time in your life, you're not really in tune with your body. No. Nobody taught you how to do that. No, no. Well, you're still developing. mm -hmm. Yeah. And, I mean, you brought up a good point. This is a little bit of an
2: aside, but like you said, there is no great, like, sex ed. I mean, I think, I'm trying to think of what we even had in middle school and high school, but it was nowhere near what it should be. Right. You know, so, like, you barely know your body, basically. Um, Yeah, so when I went off the pill again and so it kind of liked what jack was saying um i got pregnant pretty soon after and i think like even my period came back fairly like it all kind of seemed quote unquote normal i'm like oh this is just how it is um, and then i got pregnant so then you know obviously i think a lot of things you just sweep to oh this is my this is first trimester like you're going to feel like this i'm going to be more tired i'm going to be so really hard to tease out if i reacted coming off the pill just because then i got pregnant so I'm not sure. So now I do. (laughs) So I can be on one of Jack's Crusades or um, Chelsea's Crusades. Um, I do have an IUD. So, like, right after um, I had Hank, again, I think it was like maybe on one of the follow up visits after, um, you know, they're just like, okay, what do you want to do for birth control? Mm -hmm. And I didn't really want to do the pill. And I think it's because more and more information was coming out that the, you know, the pill like women were having, like, serious medical. issues so I was just like you know I I had known enough that I didn't want to do the pill again um but I I can't remember like what the conversation was but they were like oh you could do like an IUD um I don't even remember which one I have but again so like so I'm like okay sure whatever you know right and they didn't say like or you could do this and this Mm -hmm. so you know Mm -hmm. you just go with the flow you're like one month into having a baby you're barely sleeping so you just go with it Mm -hmm. (laughs) um and yeah and again so like I'm on that now and I would say don't per se notice anything but I don't know like I think it is different for every person do I know that there are some side effects absolutely do I also like maybe a lot of other women listening just kind of ignore them (laughs) because like you know what I mean if you don't know better if you haven't heard a better way you're just like, okay, if I'm if I'm feeling normal, I'm just
1: like not gonna think of it. Well, Actually, yeah. if you haven't been off of birth control <clears throat> outside of being pregnant, like how are you to know what your normal is? Exactly,
2: yeah,
0: well, absolutely. And full disclaimer, <laughs> by the way, like we're sharing our own experiences and testimony on it and opinions on this, but whatever you decide is okay. Cause like yeah. Chelsea's obviously gone through some different things that would make her not wanna take birth control. Whereas Maria, like you maybe went through some things, but really it's a double-edged sword. And so right now not having another baby is like the more optimistic (laughs) route. Um, So you're like, oh, these side effects totally suck, but also I'm not pregnant. So, um, you know, full disclaimer, like whatever you decide is what you want to decide. We're just sharing our testimony and our experiences and kind of giving you full um, information on this.
2: Yeah. And I think like I, I, to be honest, like I think... One, I think women don't talk about this with no. their friends, really. Like, right? I, I rarely have a conversation with new girlfriends, like, hey, what are you using, right? Like, for anyways. Oh my um, God. <laughs> like, drugs. Like, what are you using right now? <laughs> okay, that's another podcast. Um, no, and so I just think, like, one, it's okay for women to talk about these things. I think we kind of are made to feel like it's taboo, it doesn't have to be. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think you don't know something different until you have a friend in your circle like Chelsea, who, who is doing another way. And, you know, and she's big, because I think like right now, it just seems like it'd be so hard to figure out how would I track my mucus? How would I do my temperature? But honestly, like when you have a friend who, you know, has that influence, Mm -hmm. I mean, it's just kind of great to know and see like, oh, there is a different way. And that might be something that like, I think they say the IUD would have to be changed every five to seven years or something like that. So when that time comes, I can make a more informed decision knowing that there is another way. And I know a mom who's doing it Mm -hmm. and she's tracking it and she she'd help me through it if I wanted to go that route. So we also hope this episode just gives you guys different perspectives that maybe you you don't know what your girlfriends are doing. And so we hope this helps.
0: Yeah. So I'm going to round back to you because I want to ask you more questions. Mm -hmm. Why did you start taking birth control?
2: i didn't want to have kids <laughs> okay in college <laughs> all
0: right fair enough and so you have the iud you're not even sure which one you have
2: no <laughs> <laughs> i have a really bad. Uh, actually hold on i recently went to a more holistic practitioner um, and she looked it up for me because
0: I'm there's
1: like the copper one, one yeah that, that
0: one's good. non-hormonal right. so i'm curious if she has the copper or mm-hmm. the well i guess the hormonal i think it's plastic
2: I put no. Oh, that sounds so gross that you got a a (laughs) plastic thing. Yeah. Oh, I have the marina. Yeah, that's
0: the plastic hormonal one.
2: Yep. Yeah. Yeah. That has the hormones in it.
0: But you know what, though? That was my next question was (laughs) is that you didn't know which one you got. Did they give you the option of the copper or the plastic one?
2: Not that I like. And then, so that's kind of like, right? What's kind of frustrating. I mean, you go in a month later. After having a baby, mm-hmm. you you go for some kind of follow up, and that's when they asked me like what kind of contraceptive I wanted to use. Um, One in a uh, month, one after baby, I had no idea. <laughs> like, uh, do you think I didn't? Were own you research? even? I was barely sleeping. I was gonna say, right. were
0: you even fucking with the program no, at that time? No, they were like, hey, take it. this, they and she's you. like, mm hmm.
2: Uh-huh. <laughs> so absolutely, I mean, so if yes, they did, I don't remember, but I don't feel like. I was told that there'd be like a non-hormone copper option. Cause I feel like I would have thought about that. I would have been like, Oh, tell me more. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, like to my knowledge, I think it's just like, Oh, this one's, this one's good. All right, sure. You're the doctor. I mean, you know what I mean? Like you're the team, you're my team. I'll, I'll go with whatever. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So I don't know if you remember this or not, but one of the questions I really want to ask is only cause I've heard from other people. Tell me about the experience of getting that IUD placed.
2: Also, barely remember. <laughs> After having a kid. <laughs> yeah, it was. Tell me hard. what
0: you remember then.
2: <laughs> it was not too bad, honestly. Really? No. Oh my I, God, I, mean, I hear it might horror have been stories. I was, like 30 days, that I'm like, just do what you gotta do. I.
0: Well, I suppose you're still probably recovering yeah, at that point in time. I mean, yeah, so so like, maybe like, it wasn't you as just bad. I
2: like a 10 like pound. I don't remember what he was. It was <laughs> a lot of pounds. So someone just going in with a little forceps was like, Eh, eh. Yeah, I don't and know. For, have, like mild cramping compared to contractions. Eh. Yeah. Oh yeah, I suppose it's like yeah. so close. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I don't remember that being too bad. Yeah. Okay.
0: Yeah. I don't know. Have you guys heard any horror stories about that IUD getting placed?
1: Um, I haven't, but I have a horror story of being taken out.
0: Oh, oh! Can you share? Ooh, can you? Know?
1: <laughs> so I had asked my doctors to take it out. I wanted to be done, um, because I knew that was causing my infections. Um, and they're just like, well, I'm not going to take it out today. Why? You can feel the little things to pull it on out. Um, so then I went back and then again, they wouldn't take it out again. What? I asked them, this is two times that I asked my doctors. I'm like, please take it out. And they're just like, we have to make another appointment for that. So I go in and they're just like, we can't find the strings. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me right now? So then I had to make another appointment for them to push saline up into me. They had to give me a muscle relaxant pill and a hydrocodone in order to do this. And then they pumped me full of saline and then had to do like go in with a camera and find it. This is all traumatizing, traumatizing. I'm like crying because I'm like, you fuckers didn't listen to me. And now this is where I'm at. This is where I'm at. And so again, that same appointment, they're like, what, what are you gonna use after this? Fuck you, I'm not using anything, bye.
0: Oh my God. It was-
1: Horrible. And this, I have not been back to that doctor, like that office ever since. Oh I my can. God.
0: That's awful.
2: And I feel mm-hmm. like many women, I mean, you maybe don't have that same story, but mm-hmm. I feel like how many of us have been to a doctor and not felt heard? I mean, yeah. you, and I think, again, I think, unfortunately, I think it's sort of the norm sometimes. And I'm not, again, I'm not saying all doctors are like this or all. NPs or whatnot, but I think we've all had some kind of experience where you're trying to speak up, you're trying to advocate for yourself, and you feel unheard and almost bullied so at frustrating. the same
1: time. Yeah. Right.
0: As we're like talking about this, I'm thinking in my head every single time that we've been to a doctor, you were either in your teenage years and going hormonally through something right now, you were post right. postpartum mm-hmm. and not with the program. And so each time that you were, T- talked about with with birth control you were not um fully informed
1: mm-hmm. and
0: you were taken advantage of during an extremely hormonal time
1: mm-hmm. nor were we educated by our parents or by our education system that we can advocate for ourselves well do they know do they know uh, they might not you know what i mean like because i
0: don't even at this point in time i'm thinking mm-hmm. like my mom never talked to me about this but
1: I'm is it because up. she didn't
0: know? Like,
1: on, I was saying how no, I like, felt a bump on my cervix the other week or whatever, and my mom's like, "Well, how do you know where your cervix is?" I'm like, "Mom, what? What?"
0: Right. Okay. So I can't even. We can't even necessarily blame them because I don't think they know. They you don't know. know what I mean? They
1: don't know. Um, so there's something wrong in the way that we're educated. Yeah,
0: yeah. absolutely. So, um, this is the part where we jump into my story.
1: What is <laughs> that? <let's go laughs> what is that? What's going on? Um,
0: because you, um, okay. So I guess I'll share my personal testimony on it because mine is, um, I think more typical of, uh, a lot of people right now. Um, and the only reason why I can say that is because I have some younger sisters. One is 13 and one is seven and my 13 year old sister is on birth control already. Um, and actually, that was the age that I was put on it was 13. So I am turning 29 in, um, January. So I was on birth control for 15 years with no break. And I'm like thinking in my head, holy shit, I probably fucked up a lot of crap in my body now that I know better. Um, my reason for getting put on it was, um, I had an ovarian cyst, that burst when I was 13. And I had no idea. It felt like an appendix burst thing. And I ended up going to the emergency room and actually, instead of them, um, basically doing what they should have, they gave me two options. They said either a, you can go on birth control and you can limit the size and uh, frequency of these ovarian cysts because of the hormones in the birth control, or we can surgically remove the cysts, but every month or so they will come back and you will have to surgically get them removed every single time. And so obviously as a 13 year old girl who has no idea, I was like, Oh, I'll take birth control. That's fine. And my mom, of course, not knowing anything was like, yep, put her on the birth control. Um, I know a lot of people take the birth control for, um, like heavy set periods, um, irregular periods, acne, like you said, Maria, um, that wasn't me. I had an ovarian cyst um, burst and that's why they put me on it. Um, and so, uh, the side effects afterwards, I'm looking back on it now. Um, my, I did have acne, but, um, my acne did not get better. Um, and I don't know if that's because I was 13 or what, but my acne did not get better. And actually it never got better during the entire 15 years that I was on it. My acne was never better actually. And I actually switched birth controls maybe six times. And later on in life asked for one that helped with acne and it still didn't. And actually my doctor put me on ones that made it worse like she almost didn't know what she was like doing.
1: Right. Um
0: and so anyways, in so in time
1: did she ever ask you what your nutrition was like?
0: No. No.
1: Okay. No. So throw that out there.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um I like that uh you guys mentioned having a doctor who you feel like knows everything about you. It took me um almost 29 years to find a doctor who knows everything about me. And I say everything. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to take this opportunity right now and make a shout out to um, Annie Schwanke um, at Full Woo. Circle Wellness. Thank oh, you. Yeah.
1: That's based in Cassin,
0: Minnesota. Ba- Minnesota, right next door. Set up your appointment today. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, it took me that long to find a doctor who truly cared about me. And I loved when I walked into that office that it was physical health, emotional health, spiritual health. Like nothing was shoved under the rug. She knows absolutely everything. It took me that long to figure it out. And I didn't feel pushed in any direction whatsoever, but I'm getting ahead of myself going back to when I was 13. Um, So I went on to the pill. I still got a period. Now, do you guys know anything about like some, somebody told me that if you skip the sugar pills, you don't get the period. Do you guys know anything about this? You don't have a
1: real period. Yeah. I've heard, I've heard that about like, yeah, skipping the sugar pills before.
0: Okay. So you say no real period.
1: You, you don't ovulate, so you can't have a real period.
0: And what is it then?
1: That's just bleeding.
0: Just bleeding. Just bleeding. I just, just found bleeding. that out today.
1: Okay. <laughs> I was today years old. <laughs> I was today's years old when I... See, this is how little people know about this. Yeah, I know.
0: But um, yeah, I have heard something like, you know... And I never did that. I never skipped the sugar pills. Maria, did you ever skip the sugar pills? I feel
2: like on certain occasions, like if there was if something was coming up, Prom. I I'm yeah. just kidding. <laughs> I can't remember what, like if it was like something though, that I was like, eh, don't feel like getting it at this time, but I feel like for the most part, yeah, no.
0: I well, now that I know that it was just bleeding. bleeding, I guess it doesn't really matter if you skip it. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Did you ever skip it, Chelsea, when you were on the pill?
1: Introduced Gavin. Oh, that was not like intentionally skipped, but you know, and here, here he is, 15 years.
0: Right. <laughs> okay. So um, that's, a, I guess, a disclosure that, you know, if you want to skip your period, cool. Or we could have a Gavin. Either way. <laughs> either way. Um, but, yeah, so fast forward. and I, You know, I had the periods, or not periods, as Chelsea says, during my birth control experience. Um, they were pretty much normal. They were always normal. Um, I, you know, still had the acne and mood swings and things like that. Um One of the other things that I would always get as I got older is like the low back pain when I would get like my period, not period. Um, Anyways, so uh, fast forward to me at 28 and I am married now. And no, we are not actively trying for a baby. One more time for the people in the back.
1: I'm going to keep asking every week.
0: That's fine. You and everyone else, you and everyone else. Because now that I'm married, apparently my life has to be over. No, I'm just kidding. I'm wow. just kidding. I'm just wow. kidding. Don't play for your kids. <laughs> I'm just um. kidding. I love your kids, dude. Just <laughs> give me one of yours. Um, no, uh, we're not actively trying for a baby right now. Um, we will, but not right now. But I did decide that it was time for me to start weaning myself off the birth control. So I stopped taking it. Um, what and... was your big motivation for that?
1: Just because you were married and
0: you are like... Do you want to know what my big motivation was for it? I do. You.
1: Aww.
0: Because you kept telling me for the last four years that I've known you okay. to stop taking it, but also remember, in that four years, you told me to stop taking it. You're like, oh, just track your cycles, and then you got pregnant with Finn. You know what? So um, okay. I had a really hard time believing you, okay? Because you were like, no, seriously, just track. It's fine. And then you're like, Haha, anyways, I'm pregnant, and I'm like, oh <laughs> yeah. my god, amazing. I was like, hey
1: babe, I got this. Like I've been doing this for a month now. I understand my cycle <laughs> completely. We're safe. Oh, now there's Finn. <laughs> so I lied. Uh, I thought I had it. I didn't have it. I you know, didn't
0: it. have it. You didn't have it. Um, I'm going to go ahead and say I I, I got it um, better better than you got it, I think. Yeah,
1: yeah, good, good. <laughs> but no, good. you
0: uh, you kept telling me, like, I'd be over at your house and I'd be like, oh, my acne, and she's like, stop taking your birth control, and I'm like, oh, my back, and she's like, I got to, you know, stop taking your birth control, and oh, my God, I'm so tired. Oh, stop taking your birth control, and I'd be like, anyways, I have a cold, and she's like, Yes, yeah, stop taking your birth control. <laughs> So you were a big motivator for it. And also I finally felt like I was in a relationship where um, not that I wanted to get pregnant, but that um, I was okay if it did happen type of thing. So, and honestly, another motivator for me was, um, well, number one, you Chelsea, and number two, being in a good relationship. But number three, like we're starting to get into this new generation and era of people just like going more holistic now. Like essential oils are making a huge comeback right now. Um, holistic doctors are absolutely thriving right now. People are kind of getting fed up with the medical system, stuff like that. And so I felt really good finally coming off of it. And, um, let me tell you, my experience coming off of it has been a fucking fire trash can. And that's why this episode is happening today. So, um, I guess, uh, before we go back into mine, I want to bring it back around. Tell me, um, Chelsea, what your, um, post-birth control syndrome like looked like
1: rainbows and fucking sunshine. Okay. That's what it was.
0: (laughs) Tell me, tell me, give me your symptoms. Tell me, tell me where you were at mentally.
1: Um, I was in cloud nine. Like it was the best thing that I could have done for myself. Um, I didn't have any, any symptoms, and I'm so sorry that you're experiencing those. and Don't give me that. Look. I hate I'm you so, so bad so right sorry. now. I hate you so bad. You know when you see like those pregnant women, they just have like the best pregnancy ever, and then you're just like, Hee. you know, that's kind of the look that you just gave me. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I hate you. I'm so. I love you. Okay. I love you, and I wish that you could experience that.
0: You had nothing, no bad symptoms coming off of it.
1: I think because of where I was at mentally, just fed up with. Where I was at I suppose
0: like the alternative is like, yeah, anything is better. yeah,
1: and yeah, it was just it was a good, good feeling to have control of my body, you know yeah
0: Maria, you're still on birth control. um and then I guess tell me about that little bit of time frame because it was like just a little <laughs> tiny bit before Hank came.
2: yeah, there was a small window, and I feel like my period came back like fairly quickly. so I I feel like when I did go off the pill, I kind of thought like, "Oh, this is again normal." You don't know what normal is for for you, even I guess when you're not on a on a hormonal pill. Um, so yeah, I feel like, and and I, I mean, if looking back, maybe do I feel like I maybe had a little more energy? Yes, I feel like maybe during that window of time, once I was off the pill, there was just a little bit more. Um, energy and kind of pep in my step and maybe not as much fatigue mm-hmm. but otherwise um i felt like fairly quote-unquote normal until i found out i was pregnant so <laughs> then after that my like first
1: trimester yeah yeah <laughs> and i mean
2: it admittedly like that wasn't even that bad but anything that i maybe did have going on from being off the pill i would have just like chalked it up to oh that's
0: well, and I'm looking at a list of symptoms of post-birth control syndrome right now. And please tell me if you experienced any of these during your pregnancy, Chelsea and Maria. Mm-hmm. Changes in menstrual cycle, heavier periods, PMS, mood swings, weight changes, acne, hair loss, headaches, breast tenderness, change in sex drive. I
1: feel like that's your list right there. I'm
0: pretty sure that's the exact same thing that you feel when you're pregnant. So, um, very helpful information. Um, and truly, post birth control syndrome, I think that's what scares a lot of people from it is because you're not taking your pill anymore. You experience the same fucking symptoms that you have when you're pregnant. And so you are at every single minute thinking, I'm pregnant. And of course, WebMD tells you that you either are pregnant or dying of cancer. And so, Anyways, so how many um,
2: pregnancy tests have you taken? Yeah, just to be sure.
0: I have only taken one, and it was because I did not get my period. But little did I know that the first period that you get coming off of your birth control is not a period, it is actually your post birth control period because you have not yet ovulated. Mm-hmm. The second period you get after coming off birth control is actually the first period. And somebody warned me and was like, "Oh yeah, it's gonna be a bloody mess." And I was like, (laughs) (laughs) "And I was like, so scared. I was like, no." (laughs) Um, And it wasn't. It was actually completely fine, and it it returned back to being the same way it was pre birth control when I was 13 years old. Like it went back to being, you know, completely fine. The color changed. Um, That's about it. It It was. It's like a bright red now. Um, yeah. When I was, that's actually something she is. Yeah. Um, I will say when I was on the pill, it was a brown black color. Mm
2: -hmm. Um, yeah. I feel like I remember that from the pill. That was like my color too.
0: Yeah. And maybe, maybe a dark, dark red, like really dark red. Um, and that's what I found out from that. And I also found out that drinking cold water is the reason why it changes the color and coagulates it, which is why like, if you're crampy, Mm yeah. Yeah. Hear me out. Apparently, if you have really crampy periods and stuff like that, it's because you're drinking cold water and it's coagulating the blood. That's
1: good Fun that
0: fact, right? That you're that gonna learn that. a lot of fun facts from me today. Um
1: I love it. Because
0: uh my post-birth control syndrome um wow. testimonial is big wow. Um, so I stopped taking the birth control and um the first like week or two, I was like, like Chelsea. I was like, this is amazing. I dropped like a good like you know, five to 10 pounds, like right away, like without even trying. And I was like, this is amazing. I dropped some weight. Also, by the way, this has not happen to everybody. This is not a good reason to stop taking <laughs> your birth control, but I lost a little bit of weight right away. Um, and my acne started to clear up pretty quickly too. Um, little did I know it was going to happen. Um, mm-hmm. and so two weeks goes by and I'm like, Oh, I'm doing fantastic. And then week three came and I don't know what in the fuck happened, it was like all hell broke loose on my post-birth control syndrome. Because what happened was, is like, first and foremost, all of Jack's personalities were invited to the party. (laughs) Um, I've never met these bitches. I've never met them. Um, and like, I, here's, here's what a day looks like for me. And this is how I knew I was going through it is, um, I was driving home from work and I was like, Oh my God, best day ever. I'm having such a great sunshiny day with my iced coffee. I'm like, this is amazing. And I get home and I'm trying to like pick up something quick to go run some errands. I was going to go put gas in the car. And Justin, my husband had like taken my debit card out of my wallet and, um, to like order something online or whatever. And he forgot to put it back in my wallet. I get all the way to the gas station and I don't have my fucking debit card. And I am going to divorce this man. (laughs) Like I'm going to straight divorce him. I don't think I've ever been so mad at him. And so I march my ass home, basically rip his fucking head off. And then I get in the car to go put gas in it. And I start immediately crying because I'm really upset that I just yelled at my husband who very simple mistake. And also about, 30 minutes ago, I was the happiest person in the entire world. And I was just super confused. I was like, I was like, this is the best day ever. And I was like, fuck you, Justin. And then I was like, oh my God, what's happening? Like all in an hour. I was like, I don't understand what's happening. So that was like, I knew something was not right then. And then all of a sudden my acne, it was cystic. It was fucking everywhere. There was oil. There's so much fucking oil everywhere. I was producing so much fucking oil on my face. And I'm just like trying to wipe it away throughout the day, which of course is making it worse. And so my acne is all over the place. And then I started like, um, like my changes in sex drive was like, I'd be driving to work. And then all of a sudden my uterus is like, literally like pulsing, like as if like, let's have a baby today. And I'm like, this is really inappropriate timing. I'm on my way to something right now. And it's literally pulsing, which I've never ovulated or felt anything like that. So I'm like, I don't understand what's happening. And so like, I all of a sudden have this extreme urge to like be with my husband. And I'm just like, I'm on my way to work. Like what's happening right now? And oh my God, it was just, oh, it was so wow. And I was like, this feels out of control. And then somebody was like, oh, like, it's fine. You, it goes away um, yeah, little did they tell me that it takes three to six months for it to fucking go away. If you have it that bad, the longer you're on the pill and the higher the hormone is, the worse it is coming off of it. And I had been on it for 15 years. And then not only that, but I had been (laughs) on a very high hormonal dosage because I was in my thirties at this point in time and, um, not having a baby yet. So of course it was just a real fuckery of a situation. So that's my experience. Oh, and you guys are all sitting here fun. and fucking laughing at me like
1: not that sucks. <laughs> I am so sorry that that is what your experience has been. <laughs> However, it will regulate. However, It, it is starting work.
0: to now. It is Isn't starting to now. Easy? Yeah. I will say, um, I'm super glad that I contacted Annie because yes. she was super helpful with everything. Um, she puts I'm you at ease. Yes. You know, Um,
1: this is normal.
0: You will get better. Well, and she's one of, like, how many doctors that actually, like, excuse me, recognizes post-birth control syndrome as, like, Mm -hmm. an actual thing.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: And a lot of doctors don't. So I'm really glad that I had her in my corner. And also, I have a super amazing chiropractor that was super helpful. Did you know you can get a uterus adjustment?
1: Nice. That's awesome.
0: Yeah, no shit. You can get your uterus adjusted by a chiropractor where when you are ovulating and it causes low back pain because you're coming off the hormones and stuff like that, she actually can massage it and press it up so it's not sitting so low and causing that back pain when you're ovulating. Super
1: interesting.
2: I um,
0: not know that. I know. I tell everybody that and they're like, "You did what now?" And I'm like, "Oh my god, it's amazing. You need what to go it get called, it done."
1: You
0: know. A uterus adjustment?
1: Is there like a technical term for it?
0: I'm sure there is. Mm-hmm. Um I didn't like ask. Um, Yeah, she, but I've actually had it done twice now. And she said that a part of it is that post-birth control syndrome, which again, thank you for recognizing that it exists, but I've done it twice now and it's a little uncomfortable, you know, but I feel so much better like a day or two after, like it changes everything and it makes the ovulation a little bit more doable, so Mm -hmm. to speak. Um, So yeah.
1: And ovulating, how great is it? It's ovulating. Like one of the best things
0: ever. Um, I'll tell you what, the ovulation is the number one way that I track my cycle. Mm-hmm. Because I can tell through the, the mucus, nervous, the cervical yeah. music music?
1: Music. It music. music <laughs> the
0: cervical mucus. Um, mm-hmm. that's the number one way I track. Like as yeah. soon as I see it, I'm like, yep, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm 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 ovulating right now. And then obviously when I give a period, you know, that too.
1: Mm-hmm. Um,
0: other than that, um, I don't really do the temperature thing. Do you do the
1: temperature Every thing? Every morning at five. Every morning at five. Every morning at five. I can see, oh, my temperature dropped. I'm gonna get my period either today or tomorrow. It's it's like magic, but it's not magic. That's our bodies. That's wild. Yeah.
0: Tell me about what was the other thing you do to track.
1: Um, I will check my cervical position as well as the mucus.
0: Okay, can you tell me? I've never done that, so
1: so I will um I do it at the same time every day because your your cervix moves up and down throughout the day. Um, so throughout the again, day, throughout the day. Yeah. Like I, I have even tested that. So I'll like check it in the morning and it will be so high up. Um, and you can feel cause there's an opening for your cervix. That's where baby comes out. And either I can fit like a fingertip in or it's closed. You know what I mean? So, um, I can feel when it's open, like that's ovulating or that's your menstrual so your period coming. Um, and then, uh, once once you're done, ovula- when you're ovulating, it's lower. It's lower, and it's soft, and it is very moist all up in there. And then when you're about to get your period, it will go up higher, and it'll be hard, and it, it closes, but then it opens back up for your period. Um, so I test that, and I don't do that all the time. Um, obviously, if you're going to do that, get to know yourself, wash your hands beforehand, you know, trim your nails, treat yourself with respect. I don't know, you know, just a heads up. Nobody. But really know it's good that, advice right it's good <laughs> advice for anybody listening that's trying this yep. Yep. Does, your,
0: does your husband does he know how to do it
1: um i mean he knows what my cervix feels like yeah for sure
0: so he can like tell
1: yeah kind of yeah
0: that's so fucked up
1: yeah no i mean
0: it's i mean it's cool it's cool Fucked up
1: <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm listening to a, an audiobook right now where it's just like have your partner look at you and i'm just like are you kidding me like i'm all like lights off let's not you know and it's just like open it up and let them look and like everyone's built the same way with different features and stuff and i'm just like um i'm not there i'm not there after almost 10 years of marriage i'm still not there i'm not gonna let him just like mm, all up in there i don't think i would let my husband either <laughs> also, i don't even also my daughter um is sitting right next to me during this podcast so she's listening to all of it this is like our dinner time talk as well so i'm not feeling <laughs> Blah, blah about it. There's no secrets. Oh, There's no secrets. I There's no that. secrets. Your I am, uh, sorry about that.
0: Hopefully you. Just to
1: go to work. <laughs> just
0: Hopefully to you work meet today. a man that is uh, as about it as your dad is, because that's pretty cool. Like not in, like so I'm sorry. Out. Like. But for real, like, you know, anyways, moving on. Um, So I guess like that leads into like, I want to kind of round out this whole conversation. So like we talked a little bit about like the side effects of being on it and the experience with doctors and kind of the side effects of being off of it. So the last thing I kind of want to talk about is I want our listeners, I guess, to um, really feel like they have a good idea on what are the different forms of birth control if you decide that that's what you want to do. Um so as far as i know there's the pill mm-hmm. there's the bar yep. there's the iud there's the shot mm-hmm. am i missing Verbal.
1: any um fam that is never oh ever
0: yeah never talked about another option fam. is
1: what does that stand for fertility mm-hmm. awareness method fertility awareness knowing method. when you're fertile also there's like six days a week that you could or six days a month that you can get pregnant it's not all month Right. It's
2: not all month. Yeah. Okay. Is that the same as like, because I feel like the other thing that I did hear when I went at some point in college, is that the same as like natural, what is it
1: called? Natural, natural family, family planning, planning or something? Um, I believe there's similarities. I'm not quite sure of the differentials of them. I Are feel like maybe,
2: I wonder if the natural family planning is more like, I think tracking and checking stuff and maybe some of the temperature, but I feel like, um. The fam that you're referencing seems even more intuitive like mm-hmm. it seems like it, it seems like it's probably an option where you're actually
1: really getting to know your body and you should like right that was probably the yeah. best thing that i took from it is getting to know myself because again this should be your fifth vital sign right. this your cycle should be normal mm-hmm. when you're getting acne when you're getting mood swings when you're getting lower back aches that's telling you something something needs to be adjusted either in your nutrition or your lifestyle, and this is your way of tuning your body to where it should be. What your normal is, and once you realize that, and you feel your normal, you're just like, all right, okay, this is this this is wrong. What can I do to tweak this and make it normal again? And it's it's um, it's very inspiring, you know. Once once you have that down. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I'm researching at the same time you're talking. <laughs> yes. um, so there's also the patches, um, condoms. We always forget about those ones, don't we? Um, surgical vasectomies oh, yes. and things like that. Um, and also the plan B pill. So it's like things like that that we forget too. Not that that's really, I mean, some right. of them are better options, some of them aren't, right? Um, but those are ones that kind of slip through the cracks. Um, but what I was looking at was I wanted to know, um, what the percentage effectiveness was on some of these and the cost also. So it looks like maybe the birth control pill is 91%. Now, remember when I took it, it was like 99 and now it's down to 91%. And the average cost is between zero and $50, um, depending on what insurance plan you have, which by the way, what's your experience with the insurance plans and birth control when you guys were on them?
1: I think that they covered it. Yeah, I think mine's oh, always been covered. Are you shitting me? But then the vasectomy is not fully covered.
0: Well, the vasectomy is not fully covered? Mm-hmm. Okay.
1: Dumb.
0: Dumb. Dumb. I will Why throw. Don't we
1: go through all of it, and the men just like, right. Enjoy.
0: <laughs> I will say that with the um, insurance plan that I was on, anytime that I requested a birth control mm-hmm. pill for acne reasons, only um, there was like a copay. So, if I wanted it for a certain reason, I still had to pay some out of pocket for it. So, that's stupid. Um, the Nuva ring is at 91% and costs between zero and $200. Cool. <clears throat> the patch is between zero and $150 at 91%. The shot is 94%, zero to $100. Um, condoms, 79 to 85%. And between zero and $2. Mm-hmm. So apparently, this is one of the better options. The IUD, um, and it talks about how there's the Marina or the Paragard. Mm-hmm. And so I'm assuming that's between the plastic and the copper. copper. Yep. 99% effective. There you go, Maria. Mm-hmm. You're not having a baby anytime soon. <laughs> but the cost okay. is between zero and $1,300. Holy shit. Ugh. Surgical birth control, so like you're talking vasectomies and stuff like that. Ninety-nine percent, zero to a thousand for a vasectomy, zero to six grand for a tubal ligation. Oh my god, what the fuck! Yep. And then you're looking at um, implants, um, and I'm assuming this is
1: are those the coils in your fallopian tubes? Yes,
0: yep. I was like just looking at the picture. <laughs> Ew. Ninety-nine um, percent between zero and twenty-five hundred dollars. The plan B pill is 75 to 89% effective, zero to $60. And I believe you can actually just get it at Walmart now. Like, you don't even have to go to the pharmacy to get it anymore. I'm pretty sure I saw it there next to the condoms. Um, So, yeah, that's kind of your background on your options and things like that. Now, I think we talked a little bit about the side effects and stuff like that. Um, I guess, do you guys want to add anything more to that? Like, what do you, I mean, what are your suggestions? Chelsea, you didn't know where you're at.
1: <laughs> Get off birth control. Uh, that's where I'm at. Yeah. I'm
0: sure. If somebody is going to stay mm-hmm. on birth control, though, Chelsea,
1: yeah. what do you recommend? To not to. Oh,
0: okay. <laughs> Got, it. That's Got just, it.
1: Got it. That's just okay. that. I, I would recommend going and seeing Annie Twainkey. She can give you all of the nitty gritty of what you need to know about each specific birth control that there is out there. Yeah. Right?
0: And advocate for yourself. You know what I mean? Like if you're going to do birth control and you have your reasons and that's what you've made up in your mind. Great. Make sure you get all of your questions answered at that time. Have questions, have questions, you know, know what the side effects are, know what it's going to look like when you decide that you're ready to come off of it. What is that going to look like? Um, because I feel like you're, you get all prepped to get on it and you don't get prepped to come off of it. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, so things like that, Maria, what do you think?
2: Um, I mean, so, yeah, one, like, know your options, have questions, try to make an informed decision. And then also, like, everybody's body is different, you know? So, like, you also really have, like, if you – let's say you try an option and you do notice, like, some terrible side effects. And so that may either nudge you to try something more natural um, or it might even – so then you try a different form, you know? So I think you also just have to, like, listen to your body, try to know – is this working for me? And if you feel more erratic, if you feel more headache, I don't know, whatever the side effects are, get off, try something. Know
1: that that's not normal.
2: Exactly. (laughs) Know that that's not normal. And so I think just listening to your body.
0: Yeah. And that lack of permanence, like if you're doing the pill and it's not working for you, maybe you need to try something different. Mm -hmm. Um, granted, I've never done any different forms myself, but I did try different birth control pills because I feel like people forget that that's an option as trying different pills. Um, You know, I guess from my experience talking to different women and stuff like that, um, I am more leaning towards what Chelsea is saying and coming, you know, just not taking that birth control. Um, You know, I am now about three or four months off of the pill and I can, you know, say I'm not pregnant right now. I'm married and not pregnant and not taking birth control. Um, It's completely doable, you guys. Um,
1: You do have to have sex.
0: We have sex. (laughs) You shut up. (laughs) We have sex, which, by the way, the average is between one and three times a week. You so shut up. No,
1: no. Yes, it is. Don't look at statistics. Do what your body feels.
0: My body feels tired. I want to go to bed. <laughs> I want to go to bed.
1: Wake up morning sex is amazing.
0: You, n- dragon breath? You okay. no.
1: Just there's no kissing for morning sex.
0: You um. Just- you know? All right, fair enough. That's a discussion for another time, okay? Yeah. Maria's with me one to <laughs> three times a week. All right. You know, you know. <laughs> We're not nymphs like you and Jamie, okay? You know
1: like <laughs> this is amazing. You just gotta do it. You just gotta.
0: Do it. You know, like, can we leave? I'm, I don't want to. <laughs> our relationship already <laughs> has a done. lot of
1: siblings. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I will say our sex life is a lot better now that I'm not taking the pill because I actually have a totally different sex drive now, so. Okay. I will say that.
1: The ovulation really drives
0: it. It does. It really oh, does. God. Yeah. But I guess like my experience is is that I'm also a person who definitely several times in my life was like I don't want to be pregnant right now and honestly my life is so chaotic and hectic that I can't like I can't just stop taking it. Like I just, I was there. I was at that point in time in my life. And I I still feel like I'm there sometimes um, and get nervous. But um, I'm also with a human being who, um, if I ever get pregnant, um, I I feel good about that. Um, So I guess if you're going to go on a birth control, I guess my recommendation as like a health professional is the copper IUD. It's non-hormonal. It keeps you from getting pregnant, but the side effects are the most minimal that I've seen, anyways. Is the copper IUD, and whether your doctor gives you that as an option or not, I would be asking about it. What are you gonna say? What are you gonna say? The,
1: the birth control that has the least amount of side effects is tracking your damn cycle. <laughs> oh my god! Just why do we keep circling here? Why are why you? Is this the thing? Can we
0: be a condom advocate too?
1: I we use condoms. We use natural condoms. Do it.
0: Natural condoms.
1: I'm not gonna put things into me that my body's not gonna like. Yeah, I'm not gonna put like Trojan. Ew. You know. Oh, and the smell of condoms. Ew. So I got this one brand. What's the good brand? I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'll have to post it on here. It's at home. Okay. But it's like blue and green, and it doesn't smell. And there's it's natural.
2: If
0: you get the flavored ones. Ew. They smell better. No. They Stop smell that. better. Shut your face. Not that you would use, I mean, like.
1: Like, what are you going to suck a dick with That's disgusting. <laughs> uh, the answer
0: Eww. is no, but I'm just saying I bought a multi pack and no. there was one Stop that was it. like bananas and Eww. it didn't smell bad. Eww. Like, I didn't use it okay. for sucking well, dick,
1: but. Like, imagine what that scent does to the inside of you. That ruins your flora. Mm. Okay? Listen, listen it me. was just
0: a multi-pack, Chelsea. Listen, don't. There was glow-in-the-dark ones in there. I wanted to know if they worked. Like, glow I
1: don't know. I
0: wanted to know. I was like, glow-in-the-dark, that sounds fucking amazing. Let's try it. It's like a glow stick. What? Like, I was like, okay, so just, you just, whatever. I saw it online and I was like, what? And then there was like the ribbed, but it was like tattoos. And I was like, what? So cool. My husband's so embarrassed right now. He doesn't listen to our podcast, so I can say whatever so I, good, good. I can say whatever I want. I'm just saying, like, again, I just saw and I just saw multi pack, and I was like, whoa,
1: those look no.
0: so cool.
1: I'm gonna learn you yet. I don't know. So
0: Chelsea will post her all natural, and I'll post the glow in the dark ones no, for the rest no. of y'all. No. All
1: no,
0: right, no. so that's our episode, you guys. We're talking about birth control and post birth control and all the gross things that are associated with that. Um, if you have any questions. Um, Honestly, feel free to message us, Chelsea, um, Maria or me or um Annie Schwanki an Yeah, we'll put her info at the bottom as well. Um I love her so much. Um I think she's we got do. a lot of great information. Um so, um other than that you guys, we're logging off. We got shit to do today. Have a good day and we'll talk to you again soon. Bye guys. Bye.